You're listening to Dispatches with Johnny Eberly, a podcast about writing, travel, and the creative process. I started a blog in 2011 as a place to house my personal and professional writing. Over the past 12 years, I've poured my heart and soul into that website, and in the process published just shy of 180,000 words. That's nearly the length of The Fellowship of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien. My intention when I signed up for WordPress and purchased a domain name all those years ago was to practice writing and build my brand as an author and storyteller. I never expected someone would steal my work for their own profit. As a digital native, I've grown up with the idea that most things on the internet are free. There are pros and cons to this, but many websites can be accessed and enjoyed without paying a fee. While I'd love to make some money for my work, the purpose of the blog is more about honing my skills and building an audience than a way to monetize my writing. However, just because I don't charge to read my work, that doesn't mean it isn't protected by copyright. In fact, if you scroll to the bottom of the homepage, you'll find a copyright notice letting you know that all the content on this site is my intellectual property meaning you can't copy or modify it without permission. So, imagine my surprise when I found out that my site has been scraped tens of thousands of times by tech companies to train artificial intelligence data sets, the foundation for the large language models like ChatGPT, BARD, and a host of others. The Washington Post recently published a fascinating analysis of the websites that are used by Google's developers to train its AI. To date, the tech giant has scraped content from more than 15 million websites and uses that enormous trove of text to teach its AI products how to read, write, and mimic human language. Included in this massive data set is content copied from 3.8 million personal blogs, sites like mine. The Washington Post allows you to search the database and see how many tokens, usually a word or phrase, have been gleaned from which sites. So, out of curiosity, I typed in jweverly.com, my domain name, to see what would happen. Spoiler alert, I'm on the list. Pretty far down the list, mind you, ranking at 239,649th out of those 15 million websites. It turns out Google has scraped 95,000 words from my site. 95,000 words! 95,000 data points that are used to train its AI to write like me and parrot my words back to one of its users, who will then use my words without attribution or compensation in some new derivative work. And this is just one data set used by one company. OpenAI, the maker of ChatGPT, doesn't disclose where it gets the content it trains its products on, but I assume I'm on that list too. Now, I don't pretend to understand the legal landscape of how corporations can scoop anything and everything on the internet to their algorithms, but I do know that these companies are making money off of my work, in violation of my copyright. That doesn't feel right. The simple fact is that writers deserve to be paid for their work. If Google were my client, and I was charging middle-of-the-road freelance rates, about 30 to 50 cents per word, the company would owe me roughly $38,000, assuming that each token corresponds to one word. 
In his recent article on LinkedIn about the theft of intellectual property by the tech industry, media entrepreneur Joe Lazowskis argues that since the innovation of AI is being fueled by the creative output of writers and artists, they are entitled to compensation. Lazowskis quotes NYU professor of marketing Scott Galloway, who compares creatives to coal miners, quote, pulling ideas out of the earth that didn't exist before and refining them, end quote, to fuel the insatiable appetite of the machine. I think the analogy is apt. We're the ones mining the coal. We're the ones using our imagination and talent to create something from nothing. Art, literature, music, that is in turn being funneled into these enormous data sets, ingested by AI, and regurgitated as more art, more literature, and more music, but without the original creator's knowledge or consent. Without us, there is no coal to burn, and the machine stops. OpenAI, the company behind ChatGPT, is projected to rake in $1 billion in profits this year, that's billion with a B, by selling access to its AI tools. And Bloomberg estimates that artificial intelligence will be a $1.3 trillion industry by the year 2032. That is staggering, even more so because all of that wealth is built on the labor of millions of unpaid artists. I hate knowing that this very podcast and the blog post that goes with it is likely to become fodder for some large language model. It makes me hesitant to share my work at all, honestly, and to be leery of posting my fiction where anyone can access it. I even worry about posting transcripts for this podcast, which are crucial for accessibility, for fear that I'm inviting those companies to scrape even more of my work to improve their products. I'm sure other artists are also reconsidering how much they share online stifling creativity and free expression across the internet. That is not the kind of world I want to live in. Something has to change. It's time for the big tech companies to start paying the creatives who put the intelligence in artificial intelligence. And they need to start now. That's all for this week. I'm Johnny Everly, a writer, podcaster, and storyteller mining the depths of the human experience. I live in Tacoma, Washington with my family, a dog, and three adorable typewriters, who I'm pretty sure aren't sentient, but I should probably check. My writing has been published in Creative Colloquy, Grid City Magazine, and All Worlds Wayfarer. You can listen to my audio drama, The Adventures of Captain Radio, wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you're interested in learning more about artificial intelligence, check out Season 2, Episode 7 of this podcast. It's called, Will Artificial Intelligence Replace Human Writers? If you like this episode, please take a moment to leave us a rating and review, just to let the algorithm know you enjoyed it and that other people might enjoy it too. Then head over to my website, jweberly.com, where you can find lots of words written by a human and sign up for my monthly email newsletter. Dispatches with Johnny Eberly is a production of Obscure Studios. This episode was written and edited by me, Johnny Eberly, with music from Pixabay. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.